Sausage, 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 egg, sausage. Welcome everyone and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight is episode 146 entitled Joy. Sitting at the table can be a bit heavy from time to time. Tonight we are focusing on the first part of Romans 12:15. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Kind of. We're going to share what brings us joy. What brings you joy? We'd love for you to share that with us, which you have. Pull up a chair at the table and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and if you would, please give us a five-star review. Jace, what specifically is this podcast about? No matter who you are, at some point in time in your life, you will feel alone. Being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are great but you feel alone, they're not as good as they could be. If things are bad and you're alone, well, things just got so much worse. There is a Bible verse, Romans twelve fifteen, which states, rejoice, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from feeling alone and what this podcast is all about. Each week, we go over what's good or bad in our lives, along with some food talk, to model rejoicing and mourning. Then we hit the main topic. So while it may not be 1215 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime in Rome. In Rome. <laughs> Rome. Guys. Hey, Balalala's watching. Oh, hey, Balala. Hey, Balala. Um, I like joy. This is it's nice. Joy is, is a good thing. We need it. I, I am excited to do, because, uh, yeah, we do. We get heavy at times. We get, yeah. you know. And I, I'm having a little bit of a heavy week, but not not emotionally, just physically. Um, this is my. I think still I, eating McDonald's. Your gut? No, no, actually, no. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Disc golf game. Nothing that heavy. I have virtual concerts. Duke and Lydia. <laughs> there it is. Wait, the, con- the concert thing. It's not. It's going well, but this week is like a real slog for me. And um, I think I use that word all the time. This is slogging, I feel like man. you've said it three Woo, times slog. in the past couple of days. It's, it's second. It's the second most used word on this podcast, next to um. um <laughs> I apologize. That's for, for all last of us. Week's episode. <laughs> so I almost said um, but uh, no. It's it's just really really busy days. Yeah. Super busy days on my feet, like moving, like you know, around the auditorium and. Every forty minutes, a new group of kids coming in, and uh, uh, and we're mostly just practicing these first uh, yesterday and today. Tomorrow and uh, Friday starts the recording, or tomorrow starts the recording. Friday continues and hopefully concludes the recording. And but it's just, it's just really full. Like I come home and my legs and feet are aching, yeah. and it's yeah. just that you know dogs that, are barking. Yes, does it, your day at least feel <laughs> faster because you're so busy, or is it like ugh? Um, no, I think it does feel faster because yeah. it's, it really is just like nonstop. Yeah. 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 So, you know, and it's not all bad. Like the kids are doing great. Everything's fine, but it's just, yeah, just physically it is. What's that word? A slog. A slog. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I, you know, I don't know. That's, that's a good and bad, but it's, that's, that's what I've got for a bad. The good, another good ish is, yeah, no, I'm feeling pretty good health wise. I've, I'm trying to start some healthier habits. I've taken like the what? tiniest baby of, right. Like, like what's, give me some concrete evidence. Not for eating that. McDonald's. <laughs> hey, that's a step. That yeah. is a step. Did right. you avoid it all week? Yes. My nice. man. Good for uh, you. Sure. We'll just <laughs> go with that. For the, except for the seven times that I went. Once no, except day. for the no. daily shamrock shake. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, no, and I just, I, it feels good. Um, to just be taking the tiniest, tiniest of mm-hmm. steps forward and not feeling like I'm perhaps, um, I don't know, if, you know, addicted to it or just l- overburdened with not having to hit rock bottom. Yeah. And not yeah. feeling like crap about yourself for where you are. Right. Yes. So, you know, I'm excited to just looking, looking forward, uh, dietarily. Yeah. And that's what I got. Food? I don't know. Uh, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing to write home about Meals. until until tonight. But yeah. I don't want to ruin. Yeah, my food. Eric's fun. Yeah. So yeah, go yeah, for yeah. it, Eric. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, bad this week. 
I'm gonna stop saying I'm a promise. <laughs> I guarantee you're not. Next episode. <laughs> Hold um, on. Wait. I want to Wait. I want to interrupt. Yeah. We have people. They all say, you know, you say we sit at the table every week, but like, what do I do? Somebody out there, be the um tracker. Oh, dude. So when I worked at Merkel, I was in Toastmasters, and that was mm-hmm. one of the things. And you literally count the ansos, the ums, like any like the filler words. Yeah, the filler yeah. words or any any word that. You say repeatedly that doesn't really make well, sense. Well, and I've heard you say it because I have made a conscious effort to stop saying it because yeah. I, I heard myself saying it. And the other day I realized I think I threw a two-sentence transition in rather than saying um. Yeah. <laughs> so then what I'm trying to say next, which leads me to this next point, would be by the time my brain caught up with it. You should have it. just been like, um, 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 right. <laughs> Well, and when you, don't, when you don't say it. It feels like an eternity, yeah. but if you listen back, yep. it's really not. Right? No. Can I say this is crazy? I, I'm. This is not going to be helpful. Perhaps you have the best um though. I love your um. um. Wow. No, because he goes um. Like he's got a. <laughs> you got some throat to it. You know, like, um. Growly. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so. <laughs> son of a. Uh, <laughs> I can't help it, man. Can't help it. Bad this week. Uh, tech issues. We had tech is- issues at church. What? Uh, yeah. And all over the place. I've had a few here where my one of my computer monitors, which I game on, was. I'm just going to say it wasn't working mm. and I had to undo, you know, you guys have seen what's behind me. I had to undo everything. Oh my goodness. Everything. And I still you couldn't. should have called me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he, he actually wanted to like, you know, get it done. <laughs> oh, and it's, honestly, and it's that still is brutal. Dude, it's brutal. I and it's, feel for you. Like, <laughs> dude, you know how many HDMI cables from my 100. PlayStation 5 to the monitor? There's four HDMI mm-hmm. cables that to get from my PlayStation. They're all color coded monitor. though, so you can see them. Easily. And that's for like streaming and everything. Are and they color coded? No. <laughs> Wait, bread twisty ties. That's my new trick. All right, I, that's that's your tech tip of the day. There Let's it tear is. it apart and do it again. <laughs> so the and now I'm gaming on the computer behind. It's it's whatever. It just didn't work. And then our sound bar stopped working in our living room. I think I fried it by turning out the power because I was installing lights. Um. Which is real annoying, oh. and uh, yeah, it was it was just like tech issue after tech is- issue all week, and it was just and I get frustrated. Was, it, was with this it. pre was this pre church? Because then church was kind of a yeah the soundbar thing, but okay. I hadn't figured it out yet. Because like Sunday, like I kept on troubleshooting every single thing mm. that I could, and it's just it doesn't turn on mm. at all. Um, yeah, it's toast. So yeah, uh, good. We got the fish. Oh, I didn't get to see the fish. I forgot I was running. You late. can see it on the way out. You can say hi to Goldie, Goldie. on the way out. How yeah. did I not spot it? Where Where is it at? It's right underneath the, the fish tank. Right underneath the sound bar that doesn't ah. work. <laughs> uh, where Gold- the cord is sticking into the fish tank. Did Go- you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Goldie is a red betta fish. It is pronounced betta, not beta, told to me by the Elmer's people. What? I, pr- I pronounce it alpha. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Brian does alpha. not have any beta fish. Alpha. He has alpha. 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 Only. Yeah, but man, it was so. How did she light up? It was joy, man. Like she just experienced joy. You could see it on her face. It did was she do so some of the? Fun. Oh yeah, the like, tightening of the muscles. And while we were walking around, because you go to Elmer's, it's basically going to it's free aquarium. Mm-hmm. This is, here's oh, a, here's a cheat code that parents. Is the best. Elmer's. <laughs> it's a That's cheat a code for parents. Just go to Elmer's pretending like you're gonna buy idea. something. Just hey, we're at the aquarium, you know, let's <laughs> yep. look at the fish. Uh and it was great. So You could spend your entire day as a parent at PetSmart and <laughs> <Yeah>. Elmer's Aquarium. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna go to the zoo? F that. <laughs> so Too the, hilly. Whole, the whole experience right. was was awesome. And uh and we get to go back because we do want to get some snails. Um, mm. for the tank, but there's not enough algae buildup yet mm. to for them to feed on. So, hmm. yeah, it was just super fun, and she's super excited, and she's asking all kinds of questions. She brought all her toys over to show Goldie. You oh, know, <laughs> it's nice. just like the, like the cutest stuff. You know, you're gonna come home one day. She's gonna be like, Goldie's mad at me. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with that, honey. And there's also funny things that like Maggie will ask a question. So Maggie asked Amy tonight, "Do fish talk?" Because we've been, we've also been watching uh, Finding Nemo, mm. and do fish talk? And Amy said no, and that was it. And like you can just see like the gears, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in her head, like just start going, and like 
she didn't say anything else. Like that was it, and she walked away and started playing again. But I'm like, what's going through her head right mm. now? <laughs> now can I trying ask to figure it out? Kind of a, a morbid question, but how hardy are bettas? They're they they last a couple years. Okay. Um, and I think they're because I had a, a betta fish that lasted, I would say two to three years, um, and that was just in a bowl with like no filtration and no chemicals. Right. And we got we got it all. Because uh, I think it's surprising when like. You know, everybody has, like, the, the childhood story of a goldfish that you put in a bowl, oh, and it lived for two weeks or whatever. Yeah. But even, like, those things can live for years. Well, it all depends. And if you yes. bought it and you spent a lot of money on it, maybe three months. <laughs> but if, like, you took it, if your kid brought it home from school and someone needed to have it, it was six years. 13 years. Tree frogs. We had tree frogs for, or whatever they oh, were. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Two to four hmm. years for a better fish. Okay, cool. Um... Eddie Vedder said it's something about a better man. Uh, <laughs> ah, that was, good. I that was good. That was good. High it? five. Yeah, that's high a good five. transition to my food. It better. High yeah. five. So my food this mm, week, fish. Uh, thanks to Jay. <laughs> Speaking of Scotch people, <laughs> yeah. uh, Jay made me some sausage, which I really, which I feel like you ground it up a little bit finer than I you, did. Yeah, I did. Which I, went, I, appreciate. I went with the Rachel grind. I appreciate. She can't that. eat the coarse grind. It, well, and I think it worked out better for this for this purpose. Was I, it flavorful enough? Because I was afraid I went a little thin on the uh, spice. I, I couldn't. You know. So good. All right. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, and the, what you did with it. So I made scotch magician. Eggs. So I made, I made uh, perfectly perfectly cooked hard boiled eggs. But I will say, I actually, I got to figure out the balance of cooking the egg in the sausage after the eggs mm-hmm. already been cooked. You want to do like I, a soft boil? I really wanted. I really want like a medium boil, mm. so it's still a little runny. But not too runny. Because it's... Yeah, okay. And I... Because I like a little gooey egg. Well, it all depends. When are you going to eat it? If you're serving it fresh, you want the yolk to kind of give a little. Yeah, But right. if you're going to eat it the next day... Right. You got to cook it all the way through. Or do you? I don't or do know. you? I don't know. It's sealed up in there. It's safe. It's safe. <laughs> Who knows? What happens the next day? Uh, we'll try it out if we get sick. You know, No, <laughs> Can't know. <laughs> but they... And, and I coated it with uh, uh, chili, salt, pork rinds. Um and a little crunch, a little crunch on the outside. The did you put those in the delicious just bang them up with your fist, or did you pulse them in the? Uh, oh yeah, I processor. used I used uh, some just hand kitchen tools like hand mashers. Okay, and uh, cooked them in the air fryer. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, and yeah, man, they turned out so They're good. delicious. I, it's gonna be that's something my I'm gonna good make food for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the air fryer, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, dude, they How turned long? out so good. What temperature? Um, three ninety for about oh, three ninety. A little bit more than twelve minutes. I set it for twelve because um, mm-hmm. I just looked up how long to cook Scotch eggs in an air fryer. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I didn't like follow the recipe, um, so I just went by that and I I cut one open. I was like, eh, it's still a little pink. And so I cooked it a little bit longer. I mean, you could take those around on tour and sell them and <laughs> yeah. make lots of money. They're really good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they. I'm not gonna lie, they are really good. And I made when a you little... were when you were cutting them just now. Yeah, it was one of the most satisfying things I've ever seen and, and heard. Because <laughs> they well, helped tell me experience. Said. Tell yes. them what you said. I say a lot of things. Oh, the, the geode. Yeah. It looks oh, like, like a geode. Yeah, it's like a geode. Crack a geode open. And I made a sauce mayo. Jalapeno, mustard, and garlic powder turned out good. Uh, the 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 two learning things are one is the yolk consistency, and the other is the the getting the right ratio of sausage around sure. the egg. A little thick it, on a sausage. Yeah, you, could, like, you could stretch the, the sausage out a little further. Yeah, yeah, because um, they are. It's pretty thick, and on the one, the one that was pink, it was like sausage, 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 egg, <laughs> sausage. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, um, a little unbalanced. <laughs> so I'll, I'll get that one, B. I got it. <laughs> well, Jay, 13, maybe you 35. can enlighten us. What is an aioli? What's the definition of an aioli? Yeah, because I, I mayo. But, oh, then it is. Well, because it's always garlic <laughs> aioli, right? right. You know, it's never not garlic. So no, it is. It's just that's the most prevalent one. Okay. I've seen a shallot aioli. I mean, there may be a fine line, but it's a mayo. So it's mayo mixed with some flavor. Sure. Okay. So I made an aioli. Brian, you make an aioli far, this week? And a really good one. I've not. Yeah, which I just threw it together, which I'm surprised how good it turned out, which was awesome. No, this week, um, I have a good and a bad for food, I guess. Heard it. So I went to Labriolas today with my mom, and this actually ties in with part of my good. It's it's my good and my food. I, went to, I had a nice day with my mom. Uh, we went out for 
to go to the chiropractor and then we went to Labriola's. It was simple, but we also had a good time. And I got Labriola's. I, I always forget about Labriola's. You guys go there from time to time. I've never, I, I never go. Mm. So I went out and got a bunch of the, um, the antipasta and, and stuff like that. But it was, it was also the time with my mom that was good. So that's part my food. That's part my good. The other good was Ethan and I went and saw Imagine Dragons at PPG Paints oh, yeah. Yeah. on Saturday. And the opening act was absolutely horrible. And I wanted to stab my eyes out. Nice. <laughs> yeah, That's it, awesome. It was fantastic. But Imagine Dragons was amazing, as you would hope they would be for how much you're spending on, on the tickets. Yeah. How much? Brian Too much. That's 230 bucks total. total. So 100 apiece plus fees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it was worth it. It was, it was worth it. It's it's a kid's it's memory. A big that it's yeah. it's going to be in his brain, my brain forever. They they were really good, and they're one of those bands. It's like you hear their songs, and it's like that's a good one. I, I know the hits, um, and they played some things that I didn't know that were also really good. They had a mini set in the middle of it, which was really cool. So it was a really good experience. So that was the other part of my good. The other part of my food. Besides Labriolas, I'm kind of bouncing around here, but the other part of my food was before the concert, Ethan and I went to, I think it's called <laughs> Cafe on 5th. It's right across from the lower entrance to PPG. Crappe on 5th? Uh-huh. That's, and and I've had good, ex- you and I went there before. Yeah, we've had good experiences Yeah, we there. went there before yeah. the Phil Kessel game. The, That's right. The Halloween yeah. game. Yeah. So Ethan and I went there. I was like, this is, I want to be here. I want this, I want this place because it's good. And I think it's just like so many other places. You'll probably talk about it with Ruth, Ruth's Chris. Maybe you won't, but there's a lot of places right now that they used to be really good or you expect them to be really good or whatever. And just because of the lack of Who staff, Who knows? the lack yeah. of staff, yeah. the lack of training, it's could it's, be it's la- the purveyors aren't getting them the product that they used to get. Because, you, Chris, you brought that up a while ago that you were at a restaurant or something and it just didn't seem like the same. Oh, the smokehouse in Verona. That it didn't seem like the same quality of meat uh, that they had had in the past. Mm. You did. Yeah, I believe you. And so, so could be. there could be a lot of variables, but on this night, there were variables that made it so that I ordered a cheesesteak for $15 and Ethan ordered a quesadilla and my cheesesteak came out right away, but <laughs> it was like, I don't know, eight inches of bun and probably three inches oh, man. of steakum. See, these, mm. are, these are things like that's... it's it's hard to mess up it's really hard to mess up they messed it up and cheese whiz like it was steak and cheese whiz and jay you did bring up the fact that some some philly that is not uh, good comfort right not good comfort by me in that moment but it was fine because you're right like it was it was not yeah it wasn't what i wanted for 15 bucks and then i'm eating it like i literally picked up like two forkfuls and put it in my mouth and i was done i didn't eat all the bread and and ethan's just like we gotta go to imagine dragons where's my food Oh, you know, he, he starts worrying and it was up a creek. That's where it was. Mm. Finally. Is that the place in yeah. Ohio? Oh, okay. yeah. Preston. Yeah. Oh, Preston. Um, but so Ethan, <laughs> Ethan's quesadilla finally comes and he enjoys it. And yeah. then, yeah. Ah, see? so that's, my, that's the other part of my food. <laughs> my bad is Jay and I got into a little bit this week uh-huh. on text and I was in the middle of a, one of those impossible, Ugh. Hey, let's buy this bed, this loft bed, and it's going to come from the factory and you have to put it together. And like, there's, there's holes and, and the instructions like pay attention to the holes. One might be eight millimeters. One might be nine millimeters, but they don't really show it on the diagram, (laughs) but you have to guess. And so I got all the way through this bed and then I realized at the end they mislabeled one of the key components and I had to take the entire bed apart. But as I'm doing all this, we're we're on this we're in a group text with us us guys here and i'm not gonna get into the details but it was like jay and i kind of got into it and and i just i had to pull myself back apologize and um it just wasn't great it wasn't a good interaction but the thing is what's bad is good in we have a group of people where you can do that and you can also be like it wasn't a great interaction. Let's move on. Right. You know what I mean? So um, I'm, I'm appreciative of that. And if you would like to learn about anger, you can listen to last week's episode. Why well, so angry? Right. Because beds <laughs> are made with crappy things. And you ended up not with the right amount of parts, correct? Oh, you know, no, the, I ended up with the right amount of parts. Okay. I'm just saying that one was mislabeled. Well, I, was, I thought as of Sunday, the bed wasn't put together. 
Oh, I just, I just, I, I couldn't do it. No, oh, it, so it wasn't because they, no, it wasn't because we didn't have the parts. Oh, okay. I just had given up at that Brian's point. Brian's like, as of right now, the bed's not together. No, it is. <laughs> it is. We're good. Jay, before you go, can I interject one thing? I want to jump on the bad experience bandwagon. I should have used this as my bad, but do you guys like comedy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, boy. Here we go. Do you like, you I know, love comedy. The office, when, when you know, you there's go, very few things worse than bad comedy right oh. so okay so when you go and you see a comedian or you know you go to the improv or someplace like that do you want your comedian to be funny yes yeah would you was that part of comedy one yes. would think right so and I, i'm gonna <clears throat> bash somebody <clears throat> and i i feel bad about that but i don't care um <laughs> amy and i went to see craig robinson last week of office fame he played mm. daryl on the office um he was great on the office so famous good. for his you know pizza Hut commercials sort of um Dry humor, just stoic, stoic presence, right? But still funny. Mm-hmm. Great on the keyboard. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, he really his, does. He really does do the keys. That's part of his yes. game. And so, right? Yeah. right. Yes. And so his act at the improv was keyboard centric. Like he sat the whole time and, and had the mic and, you know, you're ready for a funny experience that did not happen. He did like one funny song making fun of a dude's name in the audience. And that was it. Other than that, he just sort of talked and, and played little tunes. And nobody's laughing, not just you. Right. Uh, no. We talked about what, It was though? like somebody stood up and they left and said, we're go- we're, we we want a refund and like walked oh, out. Oh, wow. Like, Whoa, yeah. That's bad. Rachel would have died a thousand deaths. It, it was well, sad because he just... Because he's a funny dude. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I of course, there, I were, a couple, there yeah. were a couple little moments where it was like, oh, yeah, it was okay. That was kind of funny. And then, but it didn't go anywhere and it didn't continue. And then he was just just diddling on the keyboard and would it tell another really little hard, story. Really hard to do good, <clears throat> funny live comedy. Right. I couldn't it's do it. Really so I don't want to do like bash too much. You're not just, charging anything at the improv. Right. It was <laughs> well, very you, disappointing. You paid to laugh. It was very disappointing. Not just for me. So that was my bad experience. I do want to talk about more later off. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, I'll start with my negative, which really only happened. Well, what it's, it's, it has two facets to it. One uh, is somebody asked me about, you know, the, the whole the trade days and everything else. And what I explained to them is it doesn't feel like it just happened. It doesn't feel like a year ago. Mm. But it also doesn't feel like a hundred years mm-hmm. ago. It feels like another a different lifetime ago. Yeah. And so why yeah. that's bad is it me? I don't know if you guys know. I, I tend to be hyper vigilant. I tend to analyze everything all the time, 100% of the time in my head. So I go, hmm. Now, is that because I've completely detached from mm-hmm. that or because it is a set aside? Like, I don't have anything else to compare it to. Like, oh, it's like that other time mm-hmm. that I went through this. So <clears throat> that's go ahead. Or is it because you've just dealt with it so healthily? I mean, sure. This, that's, I attribute that. To more why I don't break down sobbing when I see a commercial or I can look at Facebook memories and be like, wow. And maybe you get that little, and then you're like, oh, okay. But why does it feel almost like Mm -hmm. completely separate lifetime ago? Right. Which Mm -hmm. plays into right before we came to the podcast, I got a text from just my siblings, not even the spouses. But it was my sister, Kathy, with a picture of my dad. And it said, thanks for the memories, whatever else. And so it turns out today's the five-year anniversary of his death. What? And I looked 17. Yeah. I can't believe that's been fun. And so I looked at it and I went, all right. <laughs> all right. All right. And I was like, I don't, okay. Yeah. And what's funny about it is they're all texting this entire time. We've had the podcast going on. Yeah. And I'm so tempted to like, I just want to, re- and they're like sharing beautiful memories of like just great memories of my dad and frustrating, you know, like, oh, I remember getting a ride to school because he would like, I think my eighth grade year, I was late 53 times because he was driving me and he just didn't care. Like he would just wave. And back in that day, he'd wave and the secretary would wave and then I would just go into school. Mm -hmm. But I so desperately want to be like, I'm trying to do a podcast (laughs) because I'm like, oh, notification. Oh, notification. So it's just bad. And now like I'm going, okay, where am I? Have I put that all in the right place? I think so. Mm -hmm. Um, Hmm. So that's the bad. And. Okay. My good is also two. One is today uh, I was dealing with an awkward situation and an awkward situation that is coming up. And how do I navigate that? And I'm dealing with multiple people, multiple people's careers to a degree, their passions, their this, their that. And no matter what, at very best, it's going to be an unbelievably awkward evening. Mm. 
And somebody said, what are you doing? And I said, navigating through awkward waters. Mm. And I got the biggest smile on my face when I typed that out. I was like, that, that is what I do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. people say, what do you do? I navigate through awkward waters. That's a gift. Almost 24 seven. Yep. Even like Bella got into the car today. I don't know if she's still here, but you know, and she felt like she had a bad practice and the other girl that has a lead had a great practice. All right. Mm. Well, I've got a comfort, but I also have to give her perspective as a coach and I got to give her this and I got to give her that, but I'm her father, but I'm this and I'm that. And it's like everything I do, I'm navigating awkward waters, but that's a good thing because like you said, I'm gifted at that. Mm -hmm. And recently, and I've shared this with you guys, I don't think I've shared it on air. My new thing is I embrace the awkward. Like when I have to go meet with somebody and it's definitely going to hurt their feelings and I've got to do the very best I can to communicate something or get a point across, but save them from completely crumbling, but not acquiescing to, I don't want to hurt their feelings, but joining them in that moment. Boy, I'm glad it's me and not yeah. anybody else. Yeah. So that's the one good part. And the other good part is tomorrow night, you all should know the significance of tomorrow night. Uh-oh. Tomorrow's it's tomorrow's day. Thursday. It's it February is. Everybody 24th. knows. Everybody knows. Uh-oh. Volleyball. It's the um, first, first broadcast of the 2022 Joe Mez Pro Disco uh, season. Oh, dang it. We count on you to, to yeah. tell us the, these the things. Pra- that'll be the practice round. It'll come out tomorrow. The first oh, event. Yes, I'm is, so, you've just, you've just, seriously, Friday, that's made And it's a four-day tournament. So then Friday, Saturday, year. Sunday, Monday, you'll get the uh, things. Yes. But I'm also, I paid $5 a month. Oh, no, they, they put it up to six for the Disc Golf Pro Tour. So whenever we want to watch something live. We can actually watch it live, but I'll just where are they playing Las Vegas, three different courses. They'll play the one course twice, but it's just the person that like, I feel like I've survived winter. I didn't get my invite to play. So I don't know, (laughs) you know, because you got to find like these indie events where there's one or two guys and and Joe Mez is, did any of you watch that video? I told you to watch. I watched some, but it was like an hour long. So yeah. Yeah. Was that not for a music guy? So there was a video yeah. they made. I love Volpeck. He was so yeah. good. Like, he came right out of the gate. Oh, yeah. He had a great Well, in drive, Volpeck, yeah. if there was a, a band that looks like they also played disc golf, it's Volpeck. Uh, that would be true. <laughs> the disc golf So that, for those of you listening, it, the disc golf YouTube channel that's the most prominent one, they had a guy who was a guitarist of one of the one more accomplished guitarists around. Is that a fair statement? Volpeck, they're all very talented. Right. Yeah. And so this guy is also a disc golfer. And so they basically did a one hour long, hey, he's disc golfing, but then he's showing them and, and some of them are musicians. Right. So he's having them play music. Yeah. And right. I thought, he's the pro musician. They're the pro disc golfers right. and they trade yeah. back and forth. But they talk about their tra- their their craft and the parallels were, I thought, intriguing yeah, except really. i'm not really a musician right yeah. and so i thought for you guys as musicians it would be something quite remarkable i added it to my save for yeah. later watch mm-hmm. it brought me a lot of joy ah, oh, wow. you know what that <laughs> is an interesting thing because that whole thing brought me great joy and that is one of the things that that is exactly what we're talking about tonight we are going to joy with those who joy <laughs> uh, we're, we're not even going to rejoy. We're just going to joy with them because, boy, this is a dark world we live in. Mm-hmm. And there isn't a day goes by where they're in something I see and I go, gah. Mm. And last week we talked about anger and we could have talked about fear this week and we probably still will at some point. But tonight we are talking about what brings you joy in the, in the frame of really, let's be honest, happiness. We could mm-hmm. go take a deep dive into what is true joy and we will probably do that in the next couple weeks because I think that's important as well. And somebody didn't comment. Trixie was going to comment, but hers actually was more happiness than joy. And so we'll talk about that when it comes, but your point, like your point is there is a difference between joy and happiness, absolutely. which but, we'll get into. But for tonight, we're just talking about what makes you happy. Yeah. What brings you joy? What makes you, you know, we could have said what makes you smile, mm-hmm. smile with those who smile. Mm. Could Eden have been park, the top park. No, not anymore. <laughs> I have an okay omelet today at Eden Park. Yeah. Service has been top notch lately. They've got a good crew there. It's good. Uh, Eden Park Pinhills. That's right. Not to be confused with Eden Park. For anybody that doesn't know, is the place for smiles. Place for smiles. So we were able to take the many, many people who gave us some feedback and wanted to spread joy. And can we start with that? That we've got more comments on this one than like. Happiness it, it, for anything in, in like forever, yeah. and like that's just so nice that people are like, "Yes, let me talk about the good stuff," you know. Well, and I think also is in these dark times, not to make this a dark moment, 
nobody wants to hear your joy. Right. It's yeah. Right. There's no outlet. But for you want to. You want right. to be able to talk about it. Right. But who wants to hear it? Right. Right. So it's it's kind of like a catch twenty two. Like I got I do have joy. I mean, John Krasinski uh, had the Good News Network for a minute. For a minute. Yeah. And, and and he had to be you know get paid to do things, you know. But <laughs> so that's why we want to do this, and we were able to categorize them into what we would like to call. <clears throat> Categories. <laughs> the first two, the, really, in a broad sense, simple joy, simple, and then bigger or great joy. Simple joy was the first category was music. A lot, a lot of people are brought to joy by simply music. Do you guys find that to be something that brings you joy? Oh, so much. I would say too. I mean, it really does. Not to take it totally spiritual, but we've talked about that too with all of us being churchy guys. Um, that it's such a gift too, you know what I mean? Like that we get to to do that, like mm-hmm. w- that we get to do what we do with music, yeah. and express ourselves that way. But outside of church too, man. I mean, it just well, yeah. I saw, I, I saw two concerts the past two weeks, and it's brought me so much happiness and joy. Yeah, like, li- live live, mu- live, music. live music is definitely more joyous than just listening to music at home. And for me, just playing drums like that's. One of my favorite things. But even still, know. just to, yeah. just to be able to throw on a radio or or you know some uh, Spotify or something, yeah. and listen to music, that's that's a great pick me up. Can I tell you the simple joy too of being a music teacher with elementary age kids, like you know, the younger, the more so, but like the kindergartners, the first graders, man, just. The, when you sing with them, yeah. oh my goodness, their eyes light up yeah. and they are when just, they get it, yes, they're in it, yeah. and they're just <clears throat> excited to be in that moment. Like everybody feels something in music that that hits them in the joy part of their brain. You yeah, know? yeah, that's cool. And uh, we have Patricia, Patricia. Aunt Pat, <laughs> just, I start reading without Aunt Pat <laughs> says uh, she enjoys thinking about the lyrics to "Something's Coming" from West Side Story, and I actually looked up the lyrics. It is, and I. I'm not going to sing it because it's been too long since I've seen the musical, but it's, you know, could be, who knows, there's something due any day, I'll know right away, soon as it shows, so it's about this hopeful, something's coming, think it's going to be good, you know, that sort of thing. So she finds those lyrics inspiring. Uh, Kristen says, sunsets, 60s, 70s, 80s music, I will say this, there's also something about, like, the nostalgia of music from your, Mm -hmm. like, growing up and Mm -hmm. whatnot, stirs up some... Some stuff, and it's it's important that they use the term nostalgia, because yeah. uh, like a song that was written in 1982, yeah, is 40 years old. It, yeah. Well, not yet. <laughs> well, yes, Pens but on not in, not in August 6th, 1982. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what happens on August 6th? Nothing. Um, but, and I thought this was interesting. Working at my own pace brings her joy. I like. Oh yeah, kind of feel that like we're like there's a, a peacefulness to not feeling the immediate pressure and being like okay I yeah. I'm doing what I need to do and here's how I do it and that's fine nobody's yeah. you know it's it's great for some people mm-hmm. it's not actually for one person that that gave us uh, some response here at the table was a work related thing does work bring you joy yes but it's also it should it was meant to. The way that God designed the earth, mm. you know, like when you go back to that whole story, God designed us to work, name the animals, like, like to care for the earth. Work should bring you joy. Just like everything else, Satan's perverted it. So sounds dark, but it's mm-hmm. light. No, I'm saying we're staying away from that part of it, <laughs> but it's light because yes, find the for joy. You, you find joy in your work. I do find joy in my work. I was just going to say it can be difficult at times. It, so it's not. And again, I don't want to get into the. The more difficult subject but it, you know that can be a work in progress to find joy in your work but man it can be so meaningful and beneficial when you when you do that when you find and this could be anything that you do you are ha- you know you are involved in relationships and um you, you know, meaningful exchanges at least with it, no matter what you are doing even if it's through a computer or you know w- with kids or with you know in a, in a checkout line or whatever it might be like there's always opportunities to to have have a meaningful experience that can be joyful. And I think I want to make a blanket statement for the rest of this podcast, which is if you do not experience joy in a category where we or somebody 
who sits at the table finds joy. That does break our heart. We do feel bad. We're not going to acknowledge it one more time because tonight is entirely about joy. Joy. So we're going to focus on that. If it doesn't apply to you, great. We don't have to say why. Right. And so our guy, Mark Piccolino, Crescent Gardens Floral, not a sponsor. Hmm. Not yet. Never going to be. Uh, he said, seeing someone's face when they see their flowers oh, for the yeah. first time. See, oh, yeah. Oh, what a great yeah. recognition of his like work. Whether, like yeah. I would imagine like for a wedding yeah. or for wh- whatever it might and, be. And my, I, feel, I feel joy just thinking, thinking about, about that. that situation. You presented this bride with the thing that she thought about for years and years. Oh, man. That's and, beautiful. And I've known Mark for a long time. And I know, keeping it positive, that that is in contrast to many people's experiences as very often you deal with picky customers. Mm. So when they get excited about it, that has got to take them through oh, the yeah. roof. And I just celebrate that. It's moment hard to for please him. people, you know, and they can be in some awkward places. Yeah. But some people, the places they find themselves, yes. bring them joy. Hey, how about keeping it on the, uh, the flower track here? Uh, Faith says Phipps Conservatory and Botanical Gardens, and I have to second her opinion there. That is one of my happy places. Hmm. When I get there, and you know you just got this, I mean, you can go through it at your own speed, but I would say on average maybe a 45-minute stroll Mm -hmm. through just these meandering hallways and pathways, and you're just surrounded by nature. If you're a person that um, finds peace and joy and maybe some other positive emotions in nature. Oh, if you have not checked out Phipps, go to it, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been. Oh, it's Neither. beautiful. No, I, wait. Phipps? Conservatory. Yeah. Uh, okay, so not, wait. Which is the bird's place? No, that's the National yeah, Aviary. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. place, Rachel. Ooh, can't go there. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind going to those places. Yeah, that's, that's, that's very cool, especially at Christmas. There. Yeah, they have seasonal displays. Yeah, so if the, you, you could go a few times a year at least and like see ooh, different stuff. Yeah, Christmas brings uh, Brian a lot of joy. Yeah, so much joy. Uh, I want to add good old Phyllis. Phyllis Johnson said, "Sunrise and sunset." Now that's not a place, but that's a time of day. Yeah, brings her great joy, and mm-hmm. I think I would agree. Boy, I agree more with the sunrise, though I don't really ever see it. <laughs> but I only see it when I'm on vacation. Yeah, a sunrise at the beach, crazy. Yeah, and then man, sunset. There's a street in our neighborhood called Horizon View, mm-hmm. and it really, ironically, it really does or have not a at all. great view for a sunset. It's awesome. So it's not ironic. It's actual. It's, it's, it's like for real, literal. Yeah, and the my, people that live on that street, their backyards, man. My house, I get the cool. best of both worlds. Like, what? Yeah, you do. We had the balcony room, and we watched the sun come up through the balcony room, and then the sun sets in the west and we see like that's we see pittsburgh like we can see the top of of some of the skyscrapers from can our house you? yeah and i had no idea the sunsets be- we see some Out of the most kitchen. beautiful yeah we see some of those beautiful sunsets but that it is great um and my mom sally says sitting on the beach doing nothing reading a good book jigsaw puzzling those would be some places. Happy those are places. very scary. She is calling back. Yeah, she yeah. is calling back to those. You know, she that's her happy place. Right. The beach and doing all those kind of things. Yep, doing things. Mm-hmm. Activities. activities bring people joy. Yeah, nice. so much room for master activities. the Segway. My man Pete Parades, uh, former Young Life guy. Uh, I used to play actually when the high school still had ultimate frisbee yes. tournaments at the high school. Hmm. I play. I think against him. I don't remember if I was on his team or not. That's an exhausting game. That is a terrible game. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And Pete is now transitioned to disc golf. Actually, uh, I think he played back then, too. And that's what he said. Uh, I almost said, seeing someone's face when they see their flowers. That's not disc golf. <laughs> Simple joy from the fresh air. Kind of a place. Uh-huh. The slight workout, which I think is a... No. It's... <laughs> well, well, North, it depends on where you are. Oh, you're talking about disc golf. Not, yeah. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought you were still talking about ultimate. <laughs> no, 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 no. That no. is not disc a slight go- word. No, disc golf. <laughs> uh, and yeah. uh, competitive aspect yeah. of disc golf. I mean, I think we could certainly share in the joy. Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. That and, is my favorite. How many times have we said over the years, like, I mean, just d- the activity of disc golf aside, yeah. but we're walking right through yeah. the woods or whatever. We're like, we would not be doing this right. otherwise. Yeah. yeah. We are out here breathing the fresh air and hearing the birds. And I'm going to go to Tim Toy, who says, there's a burst of joy that comes with scoring a goal in hockey, <laughs> but it's tempered by the idea that there's someone, the goaltender, <laughs> has to 
Wait, there, it's, has it's to tempered fail. by the idea that someone, the goaltender, has to fail. So I'm the goaltender. <laughs> I love making the big save. So, Tim, yeah. uh, I celebrate both ways. your desire to score a good goal. And honestly, I give you a glove tap when you do score a good, good goal. But I love making that save. I love that he sort of struggled with that. He's like, is, is it, it wrong? wrong to get joy from that? <laughs> no, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. It's it's pure competition, and it's it's wonderful. And I told him when he commented on my Facebook page, I said that you know Brian, who is on the podcast as a goalie, he was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and I said, "Do you ever play at Murraysville Sports Zone?" And he said, "I used to." Uh, but Tim, speaking of bringing joy, Tim is a great guy. He uh, he runs a lot of volleyball. He's a volleyball uh, coach, and he has brought a lot of kids into camps that couldn't afford it, and they sponsor kids. And he has done many, many things in the volleyball community to spread a lot of joy to a lot of people. So I'm glad he's uh, ruined some goalies days in his uh, <laughs> in his day. In his day. And the nice thing about disc golf, really, and especially deck hockey, is it's not weather specific. Because you can play in bad weather in both mm-hmm. of those. But for a lot of people... Weather. Weather and, I don't know, weather combined. Pets. <laughs> pets bring them joy. Hey, I, I spent like three hours on this today. I just want to put this out there. Well, it's not probably, easy to organize. I mean, the first person is Lorianne, and she does combine the two because she talks about and how. And many do. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, taking their dogs outside or their, you know, whatever. We have an adventure cat, so I, you know, I'll, I can bring that up. That we. Oh, man. Oh, Jay, didn't you know we called her that? No. <laughs> yeah, but do you know. Is this Joe Bell? Do you know why? That is your wife. Oh, what? Uh, what? <laughs> Do you know why? <laughs> why what? Uh, this is amazing. This is this is a thing. Me? Why Joe Bell is an adventure cat? You, are you talking about the backpack? Uh-huh. If you listen closely, you can hear the podcast going off uh, the rails no. at this exact <laughs> no, moment. No, this has to do with pets outside and stuff. Because we we bought a a like a travel backpack with like mesh sides so she can see out. She rides in the backpack, and we now we haven't Love done it, it through the winter. But when she was a little younger in the fall, we would take her outside and walk around. And oh man, she's gonna go everywhere. Travel with us. cat. Adventure, adventure, adventure cat. cat. Right. And Lorianne says that snow brings her joy. Uh, she likes that. That's makes... true. I've witnessed her be oh, joyful. Oh, she loves her. She, she loves gets her some snow. Childlike joy yes. from some things. Yeah. yeah. Um, makes everything look clean and new. Brings out the snowman building, snowball throwing, sled riding kid in her. Man. And here's the pet so uh, aspect. I got advice. She loves to watch Max. her dog ride. Oh my gosh, that would be so great. Yeah, it would. You could go inside for like an hour and three uh, hours. As long as Mags lets her. <laughs> well, and I think it's important to, when we combine the two, because if you have a dog and it's not good weather, it may damper the joy a little bit because you're wiping the paws, mm-hmm. right. you're doing all that kind of fun stuff. We're talking stuff. about joy. But this is joyful, <laughs> and that's why they're combined. Chesney, a nice walk on a day with my two fur babies. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, beautiful. Hillary being with my animals, sunshine, birds chirping, being able to see, taste, and hear working, hear working out. Maybe the heart was for love. Maybe good, good food. So Hillary, there's a lot going on with Hillary, but it's all joyful. Hillary, Man. Hillary uh, graduated. I went to high school with her, and she's down in Florida. And uh, the girls running all free. the time. She's exercising all the time. And if you go to her Facebook page, it's like dog, dog. Rescue, rescue, somebody rescue this dog. I mean, passionate about it. And yeah. it does. It brings her great joy. It's awesome. Man, I love good food. Well, and and my friend Jess, obviously, she also has dogs. How excited my dogs get when I get home, even if I've been gone for a minute. So lots of people walking dogs and playing with dogs and seeing, like, the animals really bring a lot of comfort to people and a lot of joy. And... It just occurred to me, I'm dog sitting in a week for my brother. Uh, I love I love animals. I just can't own them anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's great that I get the dog sit from time to time. But I think we should almost focus for a minute on weather. Like the beauty of being around here is you can find joy in each season. Mm-hmm. Oh. Each season can beat you down, mm-hmm. but we're staying on the positive. Mm-hmm. You know, yesterday was, I mean, or two days Tuesday. ago. Tuesday. Yeah, or was Monday. Monday was yeah. glorious. 65. Yeah, it was. It was. And it's just an absolutely wonderful thing. Yeah, this is the time of year where you're like, a little taste of spring. Yeah. Like, you could feel it coming. I mean, yeah. it's still February, so it's a ways off. But that's what those day day and a half was, you know? Like, oh, I can smell it in the air. And we got to give a shout out to Josh. 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 Well, his sister-in-law, Hannah Elizabeth, uh, her simple joys are waking up gratitude for her home and pets, the ice water that she chugs in the morning, <laughs> and the food that she fuels her body with yoga, family, and friends. 
She gets to hear about their dreams and their plans for the day and feeling the rain. See that? Hmm. There you go. Uh, on her face. She loves sunny mornings, too, though. And eating. Here you go. Eating breakfast outside with my dog and cat. Yes, the cat. Maybe she has an adventure. Adventure, cat. She does. Yeah. adventure cat. They need that sunshine, too. That's a great comment. It really is. She loves the Look at that. Loves the rain. A lot of things. Loves the sunshine. There's a whole gambit of things there. Yeah, can rain be annoying? Sure, but there is such beauty in it. If you sometimes we're not in a place to acknowledge yeah. that, but it's a wonderful joy when we can step back and acknowledge that. There's sometimes. probably there's probably one moment each year where I'm out in the rain and I, all of a sudden I just stop and I look up and I let it hit my face. Yes, like it's unconscious. I don't try to plan it, but there's a moment where I'm like, man, thank you God for rain. Like, yeah. And there's other know. moments where you say nights like this. I wish that raindrops would fall on my face. I don't know. What's that song? Is that a song? Yeah. Raindrops keep falling on That's my head. That's not the song. That's okay. BJ Thomas. But when yesterday morning in that rain, I dropped Bell off at school, got back into bed, and it really started to pour. Yeah. I was like, I am so <laughs> happy right now. Was, and it reminded no me of being in college face. when some days I would wake up and it would be like every day in Bloomington in the winter, which was like 36 overcast and raining and i would just fling the window open be like not going to my eight o'clock class and dive under the covers like that's Mm. some good weather Mm -hmm. some didn't quite fit into a category and that would be our good friend lydia and she said a cup of tea with one of my favorite books by the way her second or our second yoga yeah we could have a yoga category i cannot identify with that but yoga, I celebrate yoga feels, that she does. No, I do. Like I've done it before, and it feels great. Yoga, I, I do like yoga. Yoga is some people's Stretching. disc golf. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't identify with it. Mm-hmm. I understand. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But you know what? You know what's greater than great simple joy? joy? Great mm. joy. <laughs> great joy. Dan Leopold, hearing that his children's book is now for sale. Uh, we're leading with a big one here. Yeah. Oh, man. Congratulations, Dan. It's not that I'll make money because I probably won't, but it's the people to read an up. But it's that people want to read an uplifting story about a kitten and her unconventional friend, a chipmunk and a frog. Friends, a chipmunk and a frog. Yes, based on real experiences on my farm. There is still good out there, and that brings me joy. So he, Beautiful. Ha- he is the master of the trail cam and just a regular camera and, and the idea came was from and sending brian whiskey so really he's got the best of every world <laughs> yeah but he took just tons of pictures of this literal kitten making friends with a chipmunk and he made it into a book and now it's out there oh i thought he so my cat not an adventure cat but my cat sits at my monitor and has been like batting at my my mouse every time I try to move, and it gets kind of annoying. And I have three monitors, not nearly as cool as Eric, but yeah. I found a video where it's it's birds, and it's it's like somebody took like two hours of video with trail cams, and there it's just birds coming to get food and flying away, oh. and my cat will just sit there and bat at it. That's awesome. I thought that's what Dan was doing, but mm-hmm. the book's pretty cool. No, he's <laughs> bringing joy to children's okay too. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so uh, it's available on Amazon. Look up Dan Leopold, L-E-P-P-O-L-D, and uh, do we have the title of his book? We do. Uh, Ray and I'll try to find I it right now. Know. Okay, my bad. I think it's called a, a cat, a chipmunk, and a frog. <laughs> that is not true. Maybe you could subject search the adventures that, though, yeah. of Ray, or I forget. But anyhow, so good on Dan for that. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Family should oh, bring us family. joy. And once again, disclaimer: I know not every family brings everybody joy, but specific categories as well. For a lot of, we had a lot of grandparent comments. Mm-hmm. Becky Finaletto uh, actually gave us a picture of her of her son and his daughter, her granddaughter. And that, and she didn't oh, even okay. comment. It was just the picture. That's, yeah. that's what brings me joy. That's Becky's picture. Yep. Huh. Beautiful. Simple. Very cool. Picture's worth a thousand words. Christina Madden, my grandson brings me the most and simplest joy. Even on my worst days, and there are many, I can look at the joy on his face and forget for a bit. For a bit. For a bit. And that brings me joy. Like, that okay, is happiness. it's not going to fix everything, yep. but you know, for a bit, I'm yep. okay. Yeah. Uh, Mark Piccolino mentions his grandkids watching Will play volleyball. That's his son. Oh, okay, and it's also his son. And uh, seeing his girls grow seeing in their your faith. kids grow in faith. What an unbelievable joy and pleasure. And Mark, I've, uh, Mark, we talked about earlier. I've known Mark for a long time. I've coached one of his two daughters and Will. And a cool thing about Will is Will is a sophomore at Carlo, and he graduated, I think, in 2005, 
maybe seven, maybe. He's a sophomore now? Correct. He oh. took the long route yeah, to college. That's, that's a long way. And so last night was his first college volleyball match. What? At and he like, had to sit out all like last 30 year. 30 years old or whatever. Oh, 32. Yeah, about 30, whatever. whatever. And, wow. uh, but he, and he had to sit out all last year because of a disagreement between NAIA and all this other stuff. Like he had to sit out for crap reasons. Uh-huh. And now. Here he is, and he got wow. to play. So what a what a great he's gone he's come a long way. And his daughters, I can testify, boy, they're great. And mm. I absolutely love them both. Uh, I certainly know Emily a lot better. And Should so, we mention or did we already like the fact, especially these greater joys, the difference between that and just like and happy? Did we talk about that? We said we, we were gonna we do touched that on it, yeah. On another episode to really delve into what the difference is. Oh nice. So let's you know let's we're, we're loosely let's just tease describing that. these. Yeah. Uh, Eric, I'll look it up real quick. Elena says togetherness and quality time Lorianne, deeper joy is when i'm wrapped in a hug especially from my mom and lydia snuggling with her baby boy so more you know more hugging and and togetherness and spending time with gianna That's gianna nice. <laughs> but not troy not troy no just gianna yeah chesney coming home from work to my husband and i will say this you know i, I got to be blessed to do their wedding and I'm so proud of them and proud of him because uh, he's he's a guy that's kind of a guy's guy, kind of a guy. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Mike, he, he could not be he could yeah. not be the most comforting person in the world. And so he's doing an absolutely great job of that. And that brings me joy. Good. Here's a good one. Hillary having a loving husband, even if he's not super lovey, he shows it in other ways. And man, interesting. Do, yeah. Man, do I celebrate that? Yeah. Because so many people just don't, they don't get that. You know, they, they're like, we talk about emotional needs a lot. And so for her to be able to appreciate the fact that, yeah, he still loves me. Maybe right. not in this way, not in that way. Right. That's, right. I like how she puts that, even though he's not super lovey. So that's like whatever, and I don't know, but whatever her definition or, or the whatever way she, she needs right, to have met. Right. Her, the needs that she has. Right. She's high, she's high on affection. He's yeah. high on. Right serving her or whatever right but support. she's recognizing that and that yeah that's that's awesome um my mom uh, i can't i can't read this one you gotta read oh okay. okay good yeah so sally says my adult children hmm we have I one in this room i can't believe i bring her that much oh <laughs> uh, you just talked about where did you go you went out and you yeah but that's like one time a year <laughs> no listen I, you... I try to make her happy oh sometimes. she came she came to your church and like Man, she loves you guys. Like she is. How can we name another person that is as, like, effervescently loving than Sally? I don't know. She's like she's she's something. She also mentions, of course, Abby and Ethan. Mm-hmm. Um, the times when Abby comes over to sit and color, and she says that they have the best that conversations. Really, that really is special. That brings yeah. her so much joy. And that's that's a nice combo. Because it's not just the kids, right? But it's the time, and I love that she throws in the conversations. Yeah, because that is for me, you know, those meaningful conversations. Like, mm-hmm. you know, even like you mentioned earlier, you and I having that text thread thing, where I could let it go a lot earlier, but I'm like, I like I'm going to let this one go. I think I'm just going to go ahead and you know, but like I even love that. Maybe mm-hmm. that's a whole awkward thing coming back because it's real. It's a real conversation. Conversation, even if it's online, mm-hmm. but let alone those face-to-face ones. You know, I, I just think conversation is way, way underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I agree with her on that. I get so I get so much, and this isn't about us. This is about so many of these comments. But I love conversing. I love a great conversation, and um, we got. Sally Snyder Shire, Shire, grandchildren. That's Mama um, Shire with three exclamation points. Oh, uh, Elizabeth Kent hearing. I love you from my grand, my grandchildren. Oh, yeah. And I, I, none of us yet, knock on wood, uh, can identify with that. Nope. <laughs> and I was talking about that tonight with, uh, I was talking with Duke and Lydia, and I said, I'm in the weird place where, and mind you, I'm sitting in front of two 25 year olds who have a kid. You forget that they're 25 years old. Right. Aren't they just kids themselves? Mm-hmm. Right. And my oldest is turning 19, so it ain't that far away, <laughs> potentially. Right. But, like, I, I don't, I can't begin to identify with what a grandparent feels like. But then right. I, I look at little Owen and I'm like, yeah, I don't want one of those either. Like, <laughs> I'm like in this little pocket in the middle right now. But I, well, I can't fathom. Like, I tell people your wedding day, your specific wedding day, and the day or days that you 
give birth to a child mm -hmm. are the most special, but yet most common things you can do because mm -hmm. everybody, you know, everybody mm -hmm. gets married that, mm -hmm. that is married, has been married and everybody that is alive was born. Well, I got to believe a different unique day is when your grandkids are born mm -hmm. and or when your kids get married yeah. or when your grandkids get married. I just don't know what I, it's not the we same as yours. There. We haven't been there yet. Not the same as yours. Right, right. Right. I've actually started thinking about it though. Like, like just with, without little kids around the house anymore. You know what I mean? And obviously Ben's in college and Lily's in high school. And it's so every once in a while, I'm like, hmm, I mm -hmm. think. I think I'm going to be a good granddad. Oh, I'm going to enjoy that, gonna, man. You're, you're going to be an outstanding you know old pappy. I, yeah. no, no, I was just going to say that. <laughs> and it's because of that. You know what I decided? I'm going to be called as a grandfather. Pappy. pappy. Old pappy. Yeah. Old pappy. Old pappy. <laughs> <laughs> um, this next one's really... Wait, I want to go backwards one quick right, step. Right. Watching, I think it might have been Jersey Shore or something. It might have been a cooking show. It might have been a cooking show. But I decided that Rachel's going to be a Nona. No, no. <laughs> she's like, well, then you're a nunna. I'm like, no, no, not a nunna, but I just, no, no. I like that. Yeah. She goes, but I'm not Italian. I'm like, doesn't matter. <laughs> what is Italian for grandfather? Nunna. Oh, it is. Okay, you don't like that. Well, I don't know if it's Italian, but that's an Italian. That's what Italians. Some Italians call their grandparents that. Mm -hmm. Poppy. Yeah, Poppy. Oh, we could be Poppy and Pappy. Yeah, my dad was Poppy. The, the pee pees. <laughs> there you go, bringing it up on the day of his, the anniversary of his passing. You bring in my dad. <laughs> Busting Chris's chops brings joy. me joy. This I'm sorry. Joy. <laughs> For one of you, it's joy. Who am I to deprive you? This one's interesting to me, Kristen. Protecting the people I care about, having gotten out of a difficult marriage, keeping kids in the house they grew up in, pride and hard work resulting in success. Like that's that's a really deep one. That's right. great joy. Yes, yeah. you can sit down and go. I did that. Right. Mm -hmm. I had to go through some serious mm -hmm. crap, but I took care of some people. And there can be some difficulty along the way. I'm sure, like some bitterness and some yeah. resentment and all those things that that bubble up. Oh, there's up. the but yin to, and yang in that to story. To come above sure. that, even if it's like eventually come above out of that stuff and be like. Here's where mm -hmm. I am now, and I can take pride and joy in in these things. That's that's awesome. Back to our boy Pete. He's he's bringing back disc golf into mm -hmm. the activities, but now it is under great joy because of the connections made with friends and strangers, which is unique yeah. to disc golf. Yeah. Now we don't experience that too much, right? Because we always just play with each other, and that. But you can just go to a disc golf course. Yeah. And get joined up. Right. And so that's a unique thing. And, and it, using it as a vehicle to explore new landscapes and mm -hmm. looking at like creation and everything else like that. I, I think that does filter into great joy, mm -hmm. not just, eh, I like to disc golf. Right. I mean, so you never know what you're going to get when you go out. You might like the connections you might make, you know, even if they're like just temporary. That's really cool. And a unique thing about disc golf is it's one of the very few sports you can take your dog with you. Right. <laughs> right. 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 And that brings us to Don Penner, who, and now, listen, if there is anyone out there, Brian, listen. I'm listening. If there is anyone out there that has fur babies, like their pet, like their, you know, pets are their children, I'm, I, I would vote for Don Penner. Oh, man. very much so. And, and they just, she and Kevin just lost, um, Clementine. Clementine for, you know, their dog of, of several years fairly recently and but now they have goldie mm. and um don shares that goldie is her great joy in her life goldie the dog not to be confused with right. the fish the fish oh yeah oh There's that's goldie nice hammond and there's goldie pinner that is correct <laughs> uh good old phyllis phyllis always with us each and every week her dog cable brings her joy oh yeah cable and of course chesney mentioned that's that a earlier. cool dog name cable yeah cable. different yeah i like it cable lane cable I was trying to figure out. I did not realize that was the dog's name. I was trying to figure out what is a dog cable, uh, and why does it bring her so much, so much joy? I have got to get me one of those for. <laughs> I did a rod in Pugsy. What are your dog's names? Excuse me. What are your, <laughs> What are your dogs? In quotes, yeah. <laughs> my my faux dogs are Willow and Zelda. Yes, I was. That's pretty, They're really just sacks of potatoes, as Eric likes to call them. Yeah, they are. Um, um, how about Sally again, though? Uh, Brian's mom, anointed worship. And I just love that. That I mean, you know, we're all here at this Kinda table involved ties in, in worship. Music, but but really. maybe a well, level it's above. It's yeah. a level above, right? Like yeah. it's it's this yeah, it's moment, deep. this it's joyful. Deep. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's music plus spirit. Mm-hmm. And to that same end, Phyllis, church family. Mm. Boy, if, then you're in a good church. Mm-hmm. You know, that, if that's what brings you joy. Our boy, Dan, our boy, our guy, Dan Brooks, he said, sharing God's word and how he loves me enough to save me from drugs and alcohol. Mm. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right, Dan, I don't know why you got to win the day. <laughs> Nobody drop, likes a bragger, Dan. Drop, okay? drop, like, drop the mic. No, that is, but, and that is Dan. I mean, there's, there's not Dan Leopold. That's Dan Brooks. That, I mean, that guy, he's a true who he is. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what he's all about. So, and? we got some other generals. <laughs> Sorry, we're just kind of going through here. So, well, hey. and I can, you know, live coming in, uh, Jeff, Jeffrey, uh, Jeff Kearney. Yeah, Jeff Kearney. Our boy Jeff. Uh, Are you still stationed in uh, New Jersey, protecting the country, Jeff? That's what uh, we need Jeff. to know. Yeah. When someone he's reaches out. Yeah, he says, when someone reaches out and you realize that people do think and care about you, that is, mm. that does bring yeah. you joy. Yeah. And that's kind of what this podcast is all about, is caring for other people. So, bring joy to other people and... and uh, you know, like Jeff said, that's not the end of the podcast. I, yeah, yeah, we all looked up like <laughs> yeah. he's wrapping it up. He's wrapping it that's up. That's a baller move. We got a couple more. But wait, you just said something. Chrissy Fraccioni said, "Bringing joy to other people." I her exact quote. Oh, yeah, I don't have yeah. it on there. Yeah, yeah. That that's what brings her joy. And uh, man, do I celebrate that. Yeah. That is that is what I don't want to say what it's all about. But to be joyful is one thing. But to get joy from giving joy, yeah, mm-hmm. pool. Yeah, that better to give than receive. Saying is yeah, pretty, pretty and Chrissy. Good. I mean, you know, taking up the role of being the lead parent for the volleyball boosters this year that brings everybody great joy. And so, <laughs> I encourage you to respond to that email from Rachel. And just, <laughs> I was gonna say, especially you, lots so, of joy, so that Heather Houlihan doesn't have to do it alone. And, well, we'll talk about it later, but that, you know, that's how we spread joy around this place. We've got Hannah who is loving. Loving the people and animals in my life and receiving their love back, doing the things for others, helping others. And again, that's kind of like you get joy from joy from other people. Um, however, I can, um, even if it's just some jokes to lighten their day. And, and, um, you know, I, I just, that, that, that is a really cool thing to kind of feed off other people's energy and, and their, their own joy. She concludes with a powerful statement I'm thankful for my darkest days. Mm. Because they've allowed me to appreciate my most happy days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's perspective. Yeah. That is perspective. Joseph Jason. Ah, hey, he ah, would be proud of that, that statement. Guy. Jumping out of planes probably right now. Um, our friend Jess, when someone has those big, deep belly laughs, their eyes squint, their smile takes up their whole face. Know what I mean by those kind of laughs? And I do because tonight, right before I came over here... Um, Ethan and Abby were just laughing so much in my house and it was beautiful. And uh, so I, I understand what that is. What else does anybody have? That's that's the bulk of what we've had well, here. Well, I want to I give Nicole. Oh, yeah. yeah I, forgot I was, about that. was just going to say Nicole. And Back page yeah, yeah, Nicole. Yeah. Nicole <laughs> is uh, relaxing, watching my, show, watching my shows and cuddling with Bree, her daughter, um, my puppy, and my kitties. Also visiting <laughs> my family in Minnesota. So there's family, there's there's, uh, she wraps props, it up. There's, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff there. Yeah, good stuff. Anything how, else we missed? Enjoy, Chris. No, I was just get, well, I was just going to comment. Nothing missed, but just how about? I mean, there, we we did several different categories, but it feels like so many were either um, communing with with nature, or the other aspect is relationships, mm-hmm. right? Right. People or yeah. or animals. Yeah. Or relationships with animals. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I would I would add one for me, and it's highly specific, and that is, you know, we we do this podcast every week. We're on episode one forty six, seven, and we love the people that sit at the table with us. Hey, Mary Lynn says that uh, we bring her joy. Ah, that's what you thanks, do. Thanks, Mary Lynn. Good job, ML. One forty six. Yeah. So we do it, and we love the people that sit immediately at the table with us live which is anywhere from five to ten people Mm -hmm. two to ten people Mm -hmm. by the end of the episode one which is me (laughs) to ten to two but yet we hear from you and people share with us and i had several people share with me the impact of leah's uh podcast episode Mm mm-hmm and the fact that I've had people say, you know, the podcast, the person on the podcast had nothing to do with me, mm. but yet 
I learned from it. I felt mm. less alone. And when people share those stories with us, boy, does it bring me great joy. Mm-hmm. And, and it not, doesn't just make me happy or feel anything else. No, like I just go, gosh, that's so good. Like yeah. I, I could have had the worst day. And I just wanted to make sure that you all realize you are part of sitting at this table every week. And we are grateful for you and you bring us great joy. Yeah. It brings me great joy to know that we are some sort of connection for you to know that you are not alone. Not. My goodness, that is such an amazing thing for me. And as we wrap up episode 146, um, just remember if you, I mean, this was great to share all of these joys with, with you. If you are in a place where you are having, you know, you're, you're struggling to find joy, um, maybe a good starting point would be lunchtimeinroom.com. Learn something about yourself. Start there and learn about how you can build your relationships with people. Um, so if you can find us there, lunchtimeinroom.com. You can also find us on social media. Uh, while you are at Lunchtime in Rome, please take our relational needs questionnaire. That's how you can start finding out about yourself. And as always, we thank you for joining us for Lunchtime in Rome. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. New group of kids coming in. and uh, uh, We get heavy. You have the best. Um, Yeah, I believe you. And I, I'm going <clears> to <throat> bash somebody. <clears throat> oh, so much. Because we always just play with each other. It, it, what, like, it, what, F- no, I was just going to say that.